Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, and today we are in Hebrews chapter 11, which is oftentimes called the Hall of Faith. This is, this is one of the most famous chapters in all of the scripture because what it does is it takes many of the Old Testament characters and it describes their life brief, briefly and it, and it highlights how they live lives of faith. They place their faith in God. And so today, I want to just jump in. I want to look at the first few verses. These are famous words. You've probably heard them before if you've been around the scripture at all. But, but here's our text today. It says, now faith. Now faith. He's going to give us a definition. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for. The conviction of things not seen. Now this sounds like a proverb, right? Because in the Proverbs, what you have is poetic language saying um, A is A and B, A is B, and C is D, and it's kind of listed out poetically in a way that just draws our mind to understanding. This is saying the same thing. So now faith is, the first thing it says is, is the assurance. And this is the idea of placing something under. This is having this, this foundation, this something to stand on, this assurance of things hoped for. This is a, a foundation of something that you expect in the future. And it says, the conviction, the conviction, the settled belief of things not seen. This is what faith is. Faith is when we, when we say, <clears throat> I, I trust, I have a foundation uh, of a hope. And it's not based on what I see. Verse 2, it says, for by it, by faith, by faith, the people of old, received their commendation. We think about Abraham. Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. By faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God so that what is seen is not made out of things that are visible. This is, this is highlighting that last part of verse one, the conviction of things not seen. See, here's what faith is. Faith is this, this assurance, this foundation, this bedrock trust, the belief, this understanding of the world. And it's saying, I, I have faith. I have this, this foundation. And it's not based on what I see. It's not based on what I can empirically observe. Now, it doesn't mean our faith is without reason. Instead, our faith has plenty of reason. We, we look at the world and we say, I have faith that this was made by God. Now, this faith is given hints. When we look at the world, when we look at this, the nature, when we look at the sunrise or the mountain range or the vastness of the ocean, when we look at the design of the cosmos and the design of the human cell and our DNA, we look at those things and we say, I have faith that this is all designed. We don't see the designer, but we see his handiwork. The same is true in the Christian faith. We have faith that Jesus died and that he rose again. Now, we don't see Jesus walking around on earth. We don't see the scars in his hands. We're not able to go just straight up to a physical Jesus and say, can I just talk to you for a minute, right? We don't have that, that physical reality in front of our eyes. But we still have a foundation. We have the foundation of the word of God which we see over and over again proves to be true. This, this thread throughout how the, all of the Bible points to one story, the story of Christ. 
We, we have evidence of lives being changed in front of our very eyes as people trust in the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. We have evidence of the Spirit working in our lives, leading us in ways and ministering in us and through us over and over again. And we have all of the saints of old. We look at their lives. We see how God worked in them. And, and they didn't see him, but they trusted him. And so what this text goes on, it talks about a great crowd of witnesses in the next chapter. Because of all of this, we have this assurance. And it's assurance that says life is not easy now, but in the future we will have salvation. It goes back to Jesus as the great high priest. And we remember, we've talked about it this week, that we trust in him and his one day return for our ultimate salvation. This is what our faith is built in. So you might ask yourself, how do I know if I have faith? How do you know if you have faith? Is it because you're a good person? Is it because you try hard and you do better? Listen, you have faith when you simply say, I know I'm not enough. I know I can't do it on my own. I know I don't have all the answers, but I trust. I trust that God is creator. I trust that he is good. I trust that he is faithful. And I trust that Jesus died and rose again. You have faith when you stop saying, I am good enough, or I can figure it all out, or I've got all the answers. And when you start saying, I rely on God, and my hope is built on Jesus and his death and his resurrection. Sometimes we feel like this, do I have faith, is is a mysterious question. But it's really, it's not. It's simply asking yourself over and over again, are you willing to put your hope in Christ? Are are you willing to put your hope hope in him? If you and I are willing to do that, we have this hope, this hope, this conviction of things not seen. Now, faith is ultimately, it's a gift. We have faith because God shows us he shows us himself, not visibly, but, but internally. When, when, when we have our blindness removed and we are able to spiritually see the glory of the gospel of Jesus Christ, when we see that, we, we can't help but have faith. We can't help but be amazed at Christ. And this is why we have hope. You know, our ancient way for our modern day It's to align ourselves, as you read through all of chapter 11, align ourselves with the the saints of old and to put ourselves at the end of that line saying, I'm going to be like them. I'm going to trust God even when life is hard, even when life's not working out. I'm going to trust. I'm going to put my faith, my hope in this conviction of who God is and what he has done through Jesus Christ, our Savior.